two, three into the four. What is up, my friends? Today is Friday, May 26th, and this is season two, episode 57, and episode 67 in total of Nothing But A Fut Thing, the show brought to you by a few friends in the fuck community, just like yourselves. I'm your host, Kevin. However, I am not alone today. Joining me are my two co-hosts, John. Bonjour, Kevin. C'est nouvelle équipe et de la merde. See, you're, you're, you're sounding very festive today. That means I know you're ready for today's team of the season that dropped. But before we get into that, our other co-host who's replacing Martine today, substituting for the huge shoes of Martine, our friend, the foot doc, JP. How are you doing, dude? League. Oh. I'm very good. I've already packed three blues. I'm really excited. Very excited for the show as well. Not really filling Martin's shoes because they're way too big for me, but I am very happy to be here. And uh, we miss you, Martin, and and we can't wait to have you back. Yeah, so as you heard there, League, mm. Tots, and Moments team have dropped today. <laughs> Featuring a Renato and Neymar in the Moments team, which both look sick as fuck. And Bemba, Papin are available in the objectives by completing Openda. So if you get 13 wins in the Weekend League, Using a League Unteam, you'll get all of these guys. There's also an objective for Traore, the right back. A Flash SBC is available right now, by the way, guys. So if you guys want to get into that, go ahead and do it. It refreshes, I think, every 60 minutes. And I'm actually opening it right now. So, okay, it's not blue. Oh, my God. Okay, we got Laporte. I'm Eric Laporte. Jesus. All right, so that's the Flash SBC. We also got some daily log. Oh, we also have the daily login again. So, guys, make sure that you're doing that. There's a 10 coin pack, which again, guys, make sure you're doing that. There's a PP in the store as well for League Unplayers. And unfortunately, no cup today. So I don't, I don't know what's going on there, yay. And no menu grind. So um, no craft of glory there. Don't know what's going on, yay. What are you guys doing? But to talk about all of this, we did bring along a couple of guests, two legends of the FIFA community. So first, I would like to introduce our friend, Ryan, the average FIFA player. What's up, Ryan? How are we doing, guys? I've just shat myself because I thought I packed Messi. However, it was Medina. But it's my second one and buzzing that I've just packed Lacazette on my RTG as well. Very, very happy for you, as you could tell. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real, man. Well deserved for the grind, dude. Seriously, man. That is a sick one. And um, I know John is a big Laka guy. I got to use Laka winner wild cards earlier in the year. So I know he's going to be a fun card for you, my man. So we also brought another guest as well, our friend, Annoying Mouse. How are you doing, my man? Good evening, gents. Well, um, couldn't ask for four better guys to pop my cherry on a po- podcast, really. <laughs> <laughs> Truly an honor to be popping your cherry, man. I, I feel very <laughs> grateful for this. For, uh, it's, it's an honor. Yeah. Hence the league. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask both you guys, but I'm going to ask Ryan first. Where in the world are you from, my man? People that have listened to this podcast in the past might know the answer to this one, but could you refresh people's memory, please? I am from just outside of Birmingham in the UK. Um, I am a high school teacher as well as massive FIFA fanatic. So I hope that none of these kids listen to this podcast because I could lose my job. <laughs> yeah, especially with all of our penis jokes, our league <laughs> jokes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Not... <laughs> exactly. So who is the football club that you support, my man? I think your shirt might give us a little indication of that. Yeah. Unfortun- well, uh, unfortunately for a lot of people, I'm a Leeds United fan. Um, so uh, let's, let's say, let's say I, I'm very much worried about Sunday. But it would be very Spursy for us to let them, like for them to let us beat them. 
you know, four or five nil, wouldn't it? So let's hope they drop a Spurs and we can batter them and, and get three points and stay in the Premier League. I, b- I believe, man. And I believe that Spurs will Spurs because as our great friend Chiellini once said, Spurs will Spurs. So there you go. So who, I'm what sure is your... he did say that, yeah. Yeah, I think exact word. Yeah, you could quote yeah, me on that yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> what, is, what is your favorite FIFA of all time? It could be any FIFA. It could be the one you played the most. It could be the one that got you into maybe FUT and FUT champs. Which one is it, my man? Mm, oh, uh, FIFA 20 was quite... I played a lot of FIFA 20. Um, COVID, obviously COVID lockdown, that kind of stuff. So I played so much of it. So I'd have to say FIFA 20 um, and FIFA 17 just because it was a good game. Yeah, FIFA 17 had a really cool cover too with Royce, right? So it looked cool as hell. And Correct. FIFA 20, during lockdown, I remember those days, man. That's when I became a true degen. I was already playing Foot Champs, but my God, lockdown just turned me into an absolute fucking rat. So <laughs> is there a favorite FIFA card of all time that you have? It could be from FIFA 20, it could be from FIFA 17, it could be from any time. Flashback Wayne Rooney, Ooh. finesse shots from 25 yards every single time when in the top corner. It was, it was, he was an unbelievable card. Um, but I have got to say, team of the season, Harry Kane from this year is absolutely ridiculous. And as somebody that doesn't usually use that type of player, for me to be converted to a Harry Kane lover is, uh, it's quite a big deal. So I've got to give a massive shout out to Harry Kane. So are the rumors true? Has he been nerfed? This is what I'm hearing on Twitter, that he's been nerfed. Are the rumors true? No. Full mm. stop. Okay. End, end of, or as you would say, period. Period. Yes, exactly. Period. As our friends across the pond, on this side of the pond say. So <laughs> I know the answer to this one already. Oh, I have an answer anyways. This is a question we always ask every time. The final one I'm going to ask you, which footballer or celebrity would you be most likely to be confused for who bumped into you on the street all right um well i've recently been told by a couple of the kids at my school that it's christian pulisic um which i do kind of get but i wouldn't call it a compliment i've had i've had bruno fernandez (laughs) which i definitely wouldn't call a compliment um but my claim to fame is is all down to you, Kev, and you said I look like McDreamy from Grey's Anatomy, so I will keep that, and I will, that will go on my gravestone at some point. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we got to make sure to tweet that out so all three of our female listeners can make sure to tune into this one, of course. <laughs> so now, Mr. Annoying Mouse, and I'm sure all of you guys can agree, we've got, we've got McDreamy here, yeah, for sure, man. A true pleasure mm-hmm. and a true sight to behold, so sorry, guys, we don't have a video podcast yet, but maybe one day, and we'll have to invite you back, my man. But Mouse, now that you've heard some of these questions, you've had a chance to think over some of this. Where in the world are you from, my man? Um, down right on the south coast of England, um, just outside Brighton. Oh, okay, nice, yeah, man. Right yeah. down the bottom. Kind of close to JP, sort of in the same area. So who do you support, yeah. man? I am, I am a Liverpool sort of. fan. <laughs> hey. I'm a Liverpool fan with you, mate. Love it, man. Yeah, hey, you're, you're, in, you're, you're amongst good friends. Yeah, you're amongst great yeah, company. Yeah, yeah. We, we'll, we won't... It. Yeah, JP is actually the only non-Liverpool supporter that hosts this. Podcast. Well, I guess Jandy as well, but he hasn't been too he hasn't been too vocal about who he supports. We need to push him on that one a little more. So now, where in well, who is uh, what is your favorite FIFA of all time? It could be any of them. It could be uh, your favorite one. It could be the one you played the most. JP, yeah. stop laughing at me. Um, well, because I'm old as shit, we're actually going to go to Road to the World Cup '98. Is where I'm going to oh, go. Fuck yeah. Indoor, indoor football. 
<coughs> oh, fuck yeah. I, I love that, man. You could yeah, custom yeah. the custom yeah. formations, right? Yeah, my, my dad bought it for me. Remember, it was like a surprise Christmas present for me many moons ago, obviously. Um, yeah, that's the first time I ever properly got into FIFA. So, Ooh. Let me ask you, who did you play with back then? Like, who was like the team that you used all the time back then? Oh, Jesus. Um, I don't know. It probably would have been probably England, actually, and sort of Brazil. It was more international than actually playing that. Beckham was back in his heyday back then, wasn't he? So, always a imagine, big fan as a kid. Yeah, I imagine Michael Owen was like really fucking fast back then too. Probably like yeah, Mbappe yeah. pace on that game, huh? Running around with square heads. But <laughs> it was all good. So, what is your favorite FIFA card of all time? It could be from any FIFA. And you could even just pick your favorite FIFA player of all time. Maybe it was Beckham from back then, man. You, sh- you should know it is. It's player of the month, Soloff from this FIFA. Mm-hmm. Ooh, lengthy boy. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, EA, where, where was our Sorloth tots, our Sorloth moments, something during La Liga tots? I mean, we didn't get any La Liga tots SBCs, but... but it's a disgrace. The fact that he had two two Team of the Weeks and a Player of the Month didn't get nominated. Yeah. Didn't, he wasn't even in the voting, so... Yeah, I thought that was weird, man. He had the Player of the Month and he doesn't even show up in the voting. Very weird. Yeah. Um, maybe EA saving him for our big headliner footies card. You never know. Sorloth footies. Have- a 95 sawed off, mate. That'd be it. Me done. Yeah, maybe they maybe they just don't want to break the game, man. Too good. So, yeah. <laughs> if there was a footballer, if we bumped into you on the street, my man, and we saw you, yeah. which footballer would we think that you were? Um, not so much now, but when I was younger, I used to. Everyone used to say I used to look like Nedved, but I used to have the hair, so I had the full, long hair. So that was the one. Probably not now, but um, yeah, back in the day. Nice oh, blonde I, locks. I, I can see it, man. Yeah. What very cool hair. Love the like rock star hair thing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. we're gonna now talk about La Liga Tots. I wanna thank both you guys for joining us today. Cause I wanna ask you guys, since we did mention La Liga Tots, how it went for you guys. So um <laughs> let me start with you, Ryan. How was your whole experience with La Liga Tots? And then we're gonna ask all the guys how it went. Um, you know, if you tried any new players, how weekend league went. Um, did you complete any of the SBCs? I know there weren't really any La Liga SBCs, so maybe you did one of the icons. Um, I was I was slightly annoyed with La Liga Tots because I saved a lot of packs for it. I was I was excited for it. It's usually really really good, um, but I actually had a concussion over the weekend, so I wasn't able to play over the weekend. I had a bit of time off work and tried to play on the on the Monday. Couldn't do it. Tried to play on Tuesday, and en- actually ended up going eleven and three with a concussion. Um, which I thought was quite interesting that I played better with my head being fucked. Um, <laughs> but but uh, I got to 11 and 3. I was I was quite happy um, with my 11 wins. Couldn't really be asked to go on to 14, so I, I stuck with that. Reds were to Stegen and 97 lower, so again, was pretty happy with that. Um, gameplay was fine. Actually felt like playing on a Tuesday was nice, nice and easy. Uh, packs were crap, didn't get anything over an 83 in the ultimate and the rare players pack. But, oh, oh yeah, overall, it was actually quite a positive experience, even though I had double vision. Wow, I think you're the first person I've heard that has talked about weekend league during team of the season and said, you know what, that was a positive experience, it wasn't too bad, man. Because mm. usually <laughs> I'm hearing about how sweaty and painful it is, so I'm going to ask now, 
Mouse, if you could tell me about your experience. And that is awesome. 11 and 3 is fucking sick, dude. Especially with double vision. I could barely do that with single, regular, whatever. Regular I can't do it. I can't do it with regular. So I might have to get bang on the head every every weekend before I play. (laughs) (laughs) So how about you, Mouse? How'd you get on, my man? Well, so from uh, Ryan's high, we'll bring it straight back down. Um, (laughs) Well, I was 12 and 6 and then bottled. Bottled from there. So 11 wins got... To Stegen and Molina. So, yeah, ideal red picks. Just what I wanted. Um, packs were awful. Didn't get an over an 85 in any 81 plus or upgrade or anything like that. And to be honest, just gave up Monday, Tuesday. That was that was kind of it for me. Um, I didn't think gameplay was any different, to be honest, from any other week. Um, it's been pretty similar, I think, throughout the whole of TOTS. So, I kind of agree with that. I don't. I, I kind of feel like I play in an alternate universe sometimes to everyone else because I don't like, you know, people doing the kickoff glitch and things like that. I don't, I generally don't see these in any of my games. It's really, really odd. Um, so for me, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really change that much. But yeah, probably the, my least favourite week so far of the, of TOTS. So hopefully this week will be better. Yeah, I, I, I'm. it sounds like, I mean, just the fact, like, you guys aren't even mentioning, like, trying out a ton of players, which pretty much everyone does, like, you know, during this time of the year, we're changing our team every week, we're trying all these new guys, and you guys aren't even talking about, hey, I tried such and such player from La Liga Tots, I did this SBC, and it's just not happening, and I, I can't blame you guys, like, I really can't. So let me ask you now, John, tell me about a little bit about your experience, I know you did try some players because you talked about it on the midweek. Oh yeah. So basically I hit all of my luck within the first two hours of La Liga Tots. And then, you know, if it wasn't for that, I would probably have had the same experience as everybody else. Um, like, you know, I packed Valverde, Pedri, and Llorente in those flash SBCs and then in one of the store packs that came out on Friday. And then, yeah, I just saw a lot of David Garcia's, uh, Galan's, all of that good stuff, Ter Stegen once or twice, two or three times. Um, but yeah, the drop rates weren't great. And I think you see that reflected in the guys' prices on the market. Um, they're all, they all held their value pretty well throughout the week. And then uh, kind of, I know uh, Lewandowski definitely rose uh, from about the middle of the week till now. Um, but yeah, um, weekend league went well. I think I was 14 and four. Uh, Played well again, still doing that 4-2-3-1 that I play with. I really like Pedri so far uh, and Modric. I've, I've been switching them in and out of my team, and I can't decide who I like more, but I think I've finally settled on Pedri um, just because I like him in attack better, and they both kind of give me similar things on defense. Um, and then, yeah, I talked about him on the midweek. Uh, Marcus Llorente at right back. What a player. I mean, he's just a bully. Like, nobody – he cuts out a lot of that bullshit where people just drive byline the whole game and then just look for the sweat across. Um, he's great at just uh, stopping that before it happens. And then um, put birthday Pushkas, God. Uh, I packed Trophy Titans Forlon a while ago and have him in my team now as a Ram. And he's pretty good. I know JP's used him before, and I'm sure not a lot of people have used him. And I'm Sure, he's probably pretty affordable now, and if people need the La Liga links, he's a great card to have uh, in your team and, and is a great finisher. And then uh, Fetty Valverde has my stayback CDM, very, very, very good. And then uh, probably probably my favorite player is uh, Robert Lewandowski. Um, Kane 6.0, as we referred to him on the midweek, he's just 
absolutely unbelievable. He's as rapid as Kane. He can finish just as well as Kane or better. I haven't, I didn't use Kane too much, but I know his finishing is unreal. And Lewandowski's finishing is absolutely unbelievable. And uh, I got a marksman on him. And um, I really love uh, how he gets in behind the defense, how he can um, kind of left, left bumper L1 dribble and then uh, create for others and score from tight angles too. So um, that's probably my favorite card I tried out this week. Uh, I did everything I could to pack him, but like I said, he uh, wasn't in one of my uh, he wasn't in my rotation on Friday, so um, we just went ahead and bought him. And I actually finally bought a card at its low price. I'm very proud of myself. I bought him at like 680. I don't know what he's at now. He's probably lower than that, but um, I saw him up at 800k. So really, really proud of myself. So join the Patreon, guys. Join the Patreon. Wow. Yeah, I was just about to say, man. Join the trading Patreon and. Hey, maybe maybe Lewandowski. I know Ryan says Kane hasn't been nerfed, but I know Lewandowski definitely hasn't because he just dropped. So now, JP, my man, let me ask you about how your La Liga tots went, your La Ligma tots went, and did you try anyone out? I know that you're pretty down on it in the midweek. No. (laughs) (laughs) The the only thing that was rarer than a blue for me was David Alaba. Uh, I don't know if anybody saw David Alaba in any of their upgrade packs. I didn't, but I got, no, three, three blues, Javi Galan twice, and um, Moreno, I think. And uh, Moreno went into the Flash SBC today. <laughs> um, oh, no. Yeah, I had no interest in the the cup um, because I was just having no joy in it. And I had no joy packing anyone despite doing a lot of upgrades. It, it was just a crazy week. It's like every blue avoided me. And I didn't get enough good fodder to be able to do anything with it. Um I mainly just the only good thing to come out of it was Pushcast. Um, Pushcast was an auto complete for me. I just needed to get him in my club. Um, although when I got him in my team, I was really surprised. I was like, "This is just short, fat dude. Um, <laughs> like he's not what I expected him to be." Um, so I had to adjust my expectations for how he would play. Um, I, th- I thought that he could maybe be someone who could hold the ball up a little bit as a false nine but instead I kind of had to play him like you would play Messi or somebody like that like just a real explosive footballer so he, I've got him on an engine um, so that he is explosive um, I do find that the accelerate types do make a big difference um, particularly explosive versus controlled so I'm happy with that but yeah it was a shit time I, I just had the worst card look in every fucking way and I, it just was totally joyless for me um, I was disengaged by like what Tuesday, maybe completely disengaged. Um, I um, I didn't do weekend league because I had to do um, some um, audio dubbing on the show, so I ended up missing it because I left it till Tuesday because I was like, I'll get a free, you know people are going to be going through this real fast. They're going to be giving away wins, and uh, maybe I'll get to nine or eleven. But I didn't get a chance to do it, so I'm hyped for this weekend league, and um, I'm hyped for to get as many blues as possible. And I've already packed three um, within the first thirty minutes, so I've I've packed as many blues this week as I did last week. Yeah. It can't get any worse, right? Let's let's just put it that way. Actually, your point was interesting. I thought. Well, there's a couple of things you said that I thought were really interesting. One of them was the David Alaba point. Yeah, he's just not there. Neither is Correa, and neither was Mendy. I don't think I saw those guys even once. So, also your point about the controlled. 
um, the controlled uh, accelerate type. So I saw a post yesterday, and maybe we could talk about this later. I won't. I won't spend too much time on it. But basically, it said controlled is better than explosive, and. I, I disagree with that. I actually agree with you, JP. But a lot of the comments on this post did agree with this guy's point, saying that controlled was better than explosive. They're saying that since the explosive buff, it has only become worse. But I disagree with that. I see your point. But maybe this is something we can touch on later. However, um, the La Liga Tots, man. Well, I, I played Weekend League 2, as I'm sure everyone will be surprised to hear. Once again, we've played Weekend League, like we do every weekend. This time, I played it all in one sitting. On Monday, I sat down and I played all games all in one go which is obviously a really stupid idea if you care about your results. When you care about your results, you know, space them out. Like you guys say, three-game chunks at a time, five-game chunks at a time. Get up, drink water between them. That probably helps. But we managed to get uh, to 14-4 and four after kind of a rough start. And to be honest, the gameplay was really rough for me, man. I did that, like, heavy metal setup that I posted the other day, and it was a lot of fun to play. I really don't know if playing, like, a super meta setup really adds that many wins to your game. Um, I think you can go out there and have fun because... As you saw last week, I was 14 and 4. Also, I did push on though and finish my last two games and got 16. This time, to be honest, the gameplay was so bad. Like, I just couldn't take it anymore. And maybe it's the fact that I played 18 games in one sitting, like all in a row. I'm sure that doesn't help. But simply, I couldn't take it anymore. And I also had that that itch, right? I needed to open some fucking packs, right? I had the itch. So uh, <laughs> I made sure to give away those two games. Got our reds in. Uh, they, were, they were shocking. Don't even remember what they were. They were so bad. Uh, we opened, oh, I do remember because I got them again in the pack, which also sucked. So um, I got Terstegen, Balde, who was okay, but if you already have Captivila, I mean, he's the Captivila is better. And then um, and then I also got some other fucking, yeah, it's probably someone, to, it definitely it's someone that not, is not worth remembering from that pack. So this week we go again with renewed optimism, renewed hope, because I've already packed Todibo, I've already packed Jonathan Klaus, so we are ready to go again. Um, yeah, I've got, I've got, yeah, JP is giving me this look like, yeah, yeah, I've got that pep in my step again because me and JP shit talked EA on Twitter. And because of that, we've got good pack luck this week. So guys, you ever are worried about not getting good packs, you're ever, you know, perhaps you're praising EA too much publicly. Perhaps you guys are going, hey, this game isn't that bad after all. You guys are talking about all these issues. I don't see them. Guys, go ahead and talk shit to EA and they'll give you good packs. That's all you got to do, man. 100% do it. The number of times I've talked shit about them and then packed something has been insane. I don't know what's going on. Um, either that or I just don't re don't really pay any attention to the times that I've talked shit about them and then <laughs> put it through. But yeah, I, it does feel like that, particularly after the week that I had. I think I probably, I sent out like a lot of tweets. If you saw any of the retweets of the show, some of them were just like, fuck EA Sports, fuck FIFA, fuck this game, fuck EA Fuck the guy that makes the content. Fuck the sandwich boy. Like, literally, like, it was like an orgy of violence that I wanted to put upon that company. Like, I'd have been in Canadian prison for a while. Yeah, so, yeah, get get vocal. Jandy doesn't say shit about him on, on Twitter, and his pack looks dog shit. So, yeah. Go. What more proof do you need? Yeah, exactly, 100%. It's there. Mike theory. Yeah, Mike theory, Twitter theory, Discord theory, podcast theory. So... In order to pack these guys, the League Untots guys that we were talking about, I do need to hand it over to John because we do want to talk about all of these. Um, we do like to play a game with these guys. So, John, could you take us through some of that, please? Absolutely, bro. And, um, yeah, I think this team looks pretty good, uh, the League Un team, of course. And I don't know. Um, I, I think I kind of just looking at it maybe like the La Liga team a little bit better, but I guess we'll get into that. And um, headlining this team – 
You've got the PSG duo of Mbappe, or I guess trio of Mbappe. Well, actually, quartet. I keep forgetting about guys. Um, well, actually, what's a what's a five? I'm get I'm adding. I keep adding numbers. I keep seeing PSG players. Quintet. There we go. We have Mbappe, Messi, Neymar, Renato Sanchez for whatever fucking reason. Oh wait, we know to sell packs. And then um, Marquinhos, the Brazilian center back. Uh, I do not recall if any of them have received skill move or weak foot upgrades. I know uh, Marquinhos is still three star weak foot, and he's got that foot birthday with five star weak foot. Uh, Messi's 4-4, Mbappe's 5-4 like usual, Renato's 4-4 like usual, so it doesn't look like any of those guys did. Um, One guy I am pretty excited about um, and maybe would be even more excited about if I wasn't loving Lewandowski so much, and that's Jonathan David, the Canadian that plays for Lille. He has got the four-star skill move upgrade and, of course, the five-star weak foot with the outside foot shot trait. Uh, The Canadian R9, as, as people call him, uh, looks fantastic. Has another goaded dynamic pick with the sunglasses. If you remember his footy card last year, he was uh, sniffing the rose or some sort of flower, and it was pretty cool too. So uh, left wing and right wing position changes on him too, which I think is cool. And then, of course, the Arsenal legend Alexander Lacazette gets himself uh, basically an upgraded version on his winter wild card. card. Uh, five-star skills, four-star weak foot, 95 rated. Looks really good. The Rat King, of course, is in the promo. Um, coming in around 900k right now. He is still four star skills, five star weak foot. Looks really good. Uh, Nuno Mench, the Portuguese fullback for PSG. Actually, so that's six. I keep the the, the numbers keep adding up here. Uh, Jonathan Cl- out. Oh, Verratti. That's seven. Jesus, I did not look at this team. As they must have won the league. Good in advance. Jesus Christ. And the, the league on race is insanely close, isn't it? I, I know uh, Len is really close, and I think Leon was battling two in that league. So, Jesus Christ, let's show some love to some other guys here at EA. Um, Medina, Martins boy, the Argentinian center back for Len, um, Lon, uh, however you pronounce that, he looks insanely good. And I know Martins probably creaming over this card. I know, I know a lot of other people in our Discord are. He looks fantastic lefty um and of course links to fofana uh who is quickly becoming one of those uh food heritage guys and uh last year he had the great player of the month card this year he had the honorable mention team of the year sbc um remy cabela the newcastle reject gets himself a four-star four-star card uh Tadibo, the center back for nice gets himself a center back card as well looks really good and then um, everybody's favorite league gun troll, Andre, the CDM for Lille, gets himself a team of the season card as well. Um, and then I think I mentioned Renato and Neymar, but Musa Sizoko gets himself a moments card. I know I loved his rule breaker card at the beginning of the year, and he's kind of got a weird uh, pace split. So um, that could be an interesting option for people as well. Only 100K right now. I would expect him to drop some more. And then, of course, we got ourselves Maestro Kempembe, the flashback SBC. That card looks crazy good. Coming in at 500K, I, I think that's too cheap. And we're going to see that card uh, even more than we were already going to see it. So um, with all that information, let's get into our favorite game on this podcast. We play Fuck, Mary Kill with a new promo. Try, trust, or trash in those respective categories. 
Um, let's start with you, Ryan. Which one of these cards intrigues you the most um, to maybe pick up and take for a test spin this week? I have two in mind. I'll, I won't tell you both just in case anybody else wants to use them. So I will go with Fafana um, mm. to to just give a, have a little go. Every single time I come up against Fafana, he just absolutely roasts me. Every single time I can't get past him, whether he's playing at centre-half, whether he's playing at um, CDM. I don't know. Where, I might be mistaken here, but I'm sure it was JP that tweeted out one point Fafana could play at right back. Stick him at right back. He'd do an amazing job. I'm sure. I'm sure I saw that, and it might have been might have been a few months ago now. I'm sure I saw people doing that, and I just it was just impossible to get past him, especially with the way <laughs> I play. I'm far too. I'm far too like let's say abrasive in the way I play FIFA. So Fafana would be the one for me to give a have a little go at, at using. Nice. Yeah, just just an absolutely rec- absolute wrecking ball in there. Um, yeah, high, exactly. high. Looks fantastic. Yeah, what a destroyer, man. Um, so what about you, Mouse? Which one of these cards interests you and uh, might you pick up uh, off the market and take for a test spin this week? Um, it probably would have been Fafana, but Ryan's ruined that. So Because um, mm. he's, he's my kind of guy. But <clears throat> I'd like to try Marquinhos, to be honest. I, I had his first inform early game. It was one of my f- oh, yeah. first specials I packed. Um, and it was such a good card. Played about 14, about 400 games for him, I think, roughly. So, and he's he always feels good. But, his, yeah, his card looks cracking. Plus, he can you can turn him lengthy as well. So, it's ideal for me, really, to be honest, for um, a <laughs> <for> centre-back. <laughs> um, and he's, I can't believe he's only six 600. So, yeah, no kidding. You know, that's that crazy. I can, you know, I can get to that. It's not something that's going to break the bank and... So, yeah, to give him a run out potentially in weekend league. So, yeah, I think Marquinhos would be my one to try. No, yeah, he looks crazy, man. Uh, not a bad pace split either. 88 acceleration, 92 sprint speed. Uh, lengthy, like you said. Um, you can make him lengthy. So, uh, I think that's an awesome one to try out too. And, yeah, what a, what a cheap price right now. And I guess you would probably expect him to fall. Uh, Stats-wise, he looks like he's up there with some of the other really, really good center backs that have already come out during TOTS this year. So um, let's go with the Doc. Uh, JP, which one of these cards are you looking to try out this week? Well, the crazy thing about these cards is is that there are so many cards that have had either weak foot upgrades, skill move upgrades, but also work rate upgrades. And one of the players that's just had a, a real glow up is Medina, the center back. Um, he's gone from being two star, two star, medium, medium, to being a three star, three star, medium high. So now he's got that high defensive work rate, um, which I think has probably taken the card to another level. And I'm always a big fan of uh, low goals that get team of the seasons because there's so many more stats to improve upon as that card goes through its evolution from an 80 or a 79 to whatever it is now. So I, I think I'd like to take that card out left-footed, looks cultured, great aggression. Um, and with that upgrade on the defensive work rate, probably even more efficient than he was. And uh, I used, I think it was his 84 um, when I had Kim Pempe. So I had two left, left-footed left centre-backs. Oh, no, I was playing a back five. Yeah, so he played on the left. And he was just really good for me. I found him to be really effective at getting underneath uh, wingers or big strikers. So definitely a card I'd like to take out for a test run. 
Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Martin's boy. I know he really liked I think he got one of those special Team of the Week cards that got a, a pretty good boost. I think he's like 88 rated or whatever. Um, what about you, Kevin? Which one of these guys are you looking to test out this week? Yeah, and it looks like Mouse just packed Todibo, so not too bad, man. Ew. Not too bad at all. There we go. Yeah, and then I guess for me, I mean, you guys took a few that I wanted. Well, specifically, um, specifically that Medina. I really wanted to try him out. But you know what? Let's go with Jonathan David. I really want to use the Canadian R9. So back in the day, if you guys have known me for a while, um, he used to have a winner wild cards last year, and I was really, really big on this guy. Before there was CDK, we had Jonathan David. And I loved his winter wild cards. It was my favorite card at the time. He was so fucking good. And then maybe like a month or two later, he came out with a, a team of the year honorable mentions that a lot of people then got to try out. And of course, then I had to take him out of my team because I wanted to look like a hipster and not have the same card as everybody else. So now he is back with a cool dynamic image that is hipster approved. And we're going to go ahead and give him a go. On an engine, he looks sick as fuck. 98 pace, 99 positioning, 99 shooting, finishing. Um... 93 shot power is nice, 99 short passing, 95 agility, 98 composure, 99 dribbling. What a fucking card, man. I mean, does it get much better than that? 99 stamina as well, 97 strength. He looks sick as fuck, man. 4-star, 5-star is great. Uh, the position changes that John mentioned are great as well. It never hurts to be able to play a guy out wide as well as through the middle. Um, so, yeah, let's go Jonathan David, man. I'd like to test him out. And you know, How much is he, Kev? real deal. 800k so um we're and gonna how, how, much, how, good. how much is lacazette two million is it two million it's two million mm -hmm. wow okay now i was gonna say you could have a five star four star four star five star attack but now nah, you can't anymore <laughs> fuck that <laughs> nah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah jonathan david unfortunately yeah we can't have the five star four star next to him but maybe there's a, i do have the winner wild cards lacazette untradeable well no actually i sent him into an sbc this week never mind <laughs> you sent him into an sbc <laughs> the week before the league one team of the season i think maybe maybe two weeks ago we had to get those icon packs done man scared money don't make money dude you you fucked yourself for the dupe theory kev what are yeah. you doing you say that, but I kept my gold. Oh my god, your face then. Your face. Did you did, we all saw that, right? That look on his face where his eyes went wide. Kev's eyes just went wide for a moment where he went, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I can't Amateur. lie. There was a little bit of that. Yeah, there was a little it bit of that. Matter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. There's no cup. Doesn't matter. There's no cup. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Without the cup, what's the point? Yeah, but we did keep the gold Mbappe, so I made sure to hold that a few weeks. I packed him a few weeks ago, and it's been hard because like, I've been running low on fodder. I've been sending like really high rateds, you know, into like you know, in with eighty twos and stuff to round off like an eighty four rated squad or something. So um, <laughs> held strong, held strong. So that'll be mine. And how? Anyways, how about you, John? Oh man, that, that was going to be my try because Jonathan David. Um, I am not a Jonathan, but I am a John, and my middle name is David. So he always will hold a special place in my heart. And it feels like I'm out there scoring, though I I'd probably have like a star and a half weak foot as opposed to a five star weak foot. And my pace would be like 34 as opposed to 95. But anyway, um, God, which one of these cards do I want to try? Um, uh, probably, I'm, I don't know if I would ever be able to afford him. Uh, probably Lionel Messi. I did his player of the month card earlier this year and running him at center forward and JP's, uh, 4-3-3 fifth variant. I mean, that guy was just unfucking believable and was the MVP of probably a majority of the weekend leagues I played early in the cycle. I mean, 
nobody dribbles like him in the game. Maybe Bernardo Silva probably has a comparable left stick. Um, but Lionel Messi, what an incredible card. Um, his weak foot isn't too bad, really, when you play with it in game. And, of course, the left foot's godly. And uh, he just runs the show, man. He, uh, You know, your team is better with him in it, and it's worse with him out of it. And um, I would imagine this card is um, probably the best cam or center forward in the game. Uh, potentially, I, it would have been nice to see a skill move or a weak foot upgrade um, on a 98-rated Lionel Messi. But, you know, even without that, this card's going to just feel like butter even in the worst gameplay. So um, now for marriage, uh, we miss Martin for this part. He's Mr. Marriage, of course. Um, but let's go with – let's start – let's go in reverse now. Kevin, which one of these cards would you like to marry to your club? and trust to your club for a long period of time. Oh, so, you know, I, w- I was going to say that Messi, and the reason, I just wanted to say, gave me a bubble. I just wanted an excuse to do that. Gave me a bubble. Exactly. But, you know, and he, actually, to be honest, out of all the top-end guys, if I could pick one untradeable, I'd actually probably take Messi out of these guys over Mbappe or Neymar, although they are they may be more meta. I, just, I don't know. I like the way Messi feels. I'm like John. I know John had the player of the month, and I used this flashback for a long time, like almost 700 games. And I fucking love that card. But since he's taken, we're going to go with one that I guess got taken as well by our friend Mouse. We're going to go with Marquinhos. Because when I did that community TOTS objective where you used like, the different league squads, I used his Flup Birthday card out alone of it. And holy fucking shit, this card blew me away. The Flup Birthday was crazy. Like fucking insane. And, you know, for a center back to stand out after using them only like three games, maybe three games, four games, whatever I used them for. It's obviously like, you know, normally they won't stand out like that, right? And he definitely did. He was a true presence at the back. A fucking rock. Fast as fuck and would win every ball. Some players, they go into a tackle. They, they sort of come away with the ball, but then it kind of like just breaks free and then someone else pokes it away and takes it back, right? And you see that happening a lot. It's very frustrating, these tackle backs and everything. But Marquinhos is one of those guys, when he goes into a tackle, he comes out with the ball. So we're going to go Marquinhos. We'll marry him to the club and... A great one to marry to the club because then he links to Kimpembe, who I'll probably do. He links to Flashback Ramos, who, um, if you're smart, you probably did him. And also to that Mbappe, who hopefully we will pack because I just mentioned we have the gold Mbappe for the dupe theory. So now um, let me hand it over to you now, Mouse. Who, who would you marry from this? Um, I, I think it's going to be Neymar. Um, I mean, yeah. even though I do like it lengthy through the middle. Um, I don't mind having quick wingers. So I've had I've used been using St. Max recently. Um and he's just bought a bit of a dynamic so I had bail there before. But I think Neymar, looking at Neymar's card, it's it's nuts. Um and I had to be fair, I had his inform as well and I, I completely wasted it because that was back in the days when it was lengthy mm. and you know and it made a massive difference back then. But I think now with where the cards are now it it doesn't matter as much. So, but yeah, looking at his card, it's it's absolutely nuts. His dribbling stats, well, it's full pretty much ninety nine across the board, isn't he? So, shooting's crap, passes crap. He's just nuts. So yeah, hundred percent Neymar. Oh yeah, that, another card that's just gonna feel like butter no matter what the gameplay feels like. Especially with those, like you said, those dribbling stats are all ninety nine except for I think balance, which is still a ninety one. Doesn't matter. Um, that card just looks incredible. So. Um, how about you, Ryan? Which one of these cards would you just cream yourself if you pack this week? I'm going to go with the man who is part of my favorite football clip of all time, Renato Sanchez. 
<gasps> you fucking. Uh. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be that guy. You look at just look at his stats. He's got for a centimeter. He's got 97 long shots. He's got 95 aggression. He's got 95 agility. 99 balance. He's gonna feel like butter, as John likes to put it. He's going to be mm-hmm. absolutely ridiculous. My favourite clip of all time was when he passes to the advertising hoarding when he was playing for Swansea. It's the best thing I've ever seen. Makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. There's something red on the advertising hoarding. He just whacks it at it, thinking it's his, it's his teammate. Makes me laugh every time. Um, it's, he's just going to be ridiculous. And me being the rat that I am, you know, I still have play, Player of the Month, Ben Yedda. I still have... You know, my 92 Mbappe that I can play up front whenever I want to. Why not just complete the trio and have him just in behind? Why not? True. No, yeah, that's that's great. Uh, another, or maybe the biggest guy you could say has foot heritage. Foot heritage. Yes. Uh, with, the, with the dreads flapping in the wind, just a joy to play with every year. So, um, JP, what about you, man? Who are you looking uh, to marry to your club this week? Okay, first off, I think Mouse and Kev need to get tested because Marquinhos is getting around. Um, you know, one of you's been dating him, one of you's married to him, you know, and you're both in the same video chat, so that's awkward. Um, and I'll tell you something else Renato's got, a fucking good agent. That's what Renato's got. Because <laughs> there's no way he's getting in there on what he's done in the game. Um, for, for me, um, I, I'm interested in Marco Verratti. Um He's a footballer that I love in real life. Um, and he's got all of the boosts that he needed in certain areas. So he's got great acceleration. Um, he's had a weak foot upgrade to five-star weak foot. And I've got a place in my team for him at the moment where Guerrero's playing as a, as a RCM in either a, a 4-3-3 or as a CDM. And I think he'll just it will sit in there perfectly with the five-star weak foot. He'll be able. He'll him and Saka would have five star week four in, in in the CM positions, and I just, I just think he has such great animations. Uh, he has great strength for a small guy, and it, to me, it's really weird that you have like certain positions in the pitch where you want certain body types. And for me, in midfield, I really like having small, powerful footballers. So Verratti falls into that category as well, and. Um, Going into Serie A team of the season, he'd be a lovely player that I could probably be easier for me to link with Kim Bempe, who I'm going to do because I had his Centurions and he was just the best. Um, so, yeah, I, I would love to pack that card this week and to have it in my club and it would just sit there until either something way better came along um, and then he'd get dumped like everything else does. <laughs> but until that point, I would I would be happily married to that card. For, for the for the rest of foot. Oh yeah, I mean, what a what a card and what a player in real life. Um, I wish he played for a cooler club than PSG or one with some history and that actually challenges for the Champions League. But um, yeah, that was going to be my guy. Uh, medium high, just uh, a great 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 work rate to have as a stay back guy. I think he would kind of perform in the mold of that foot birthday in Golo Conte. He's got ninety eight acceleration. So another guy that probably is going to have a rocket up his ass jockeying around the pitch, uh, the rocket trait, as uh, Jandy liked to call it. Um, five-star weak foot, just incredible. He's going to be able to spray passes wherever. 
like JP said, really good strength for a little guy like Conte. So really the Italian Conte is what you could call this guy. And um, that would have been my guy. But um, one guy that I am going to marry to the club this week is Maestro Kempembe. Um, JP, like you said, that Centurions card is phenomenal. A guy that's been a great foot card for the last two or three years. And I would imagine this one um, is no different, right? And um, I think it was Skizfunk in our Discord mentioned they kind of did something to this card to make it not as overpowered him. Or they didn't make him default lengthy, I don't think. Um, so you have to apply an anchor as opposed to a shadow on him to make him lengthy. So uh, cuts down on that top end speed a little bit. But he has a really good pace split. And I would imagine on an anchor and being lengthy with, I think, like 92, 93 pace on an anchor, he's just going to be going to be one of those Terminator guys um, like like Varane is. So that's going to be the guy that I married to my club this week. Um, like our guy Martin says, going to create my own luck and just get him in the club uh, for future squad building options for sure. So um, now for the unsavory part of this exercise, the trash, the kill, the discard, whatever you want to call it. Um, let's go with mouse. Let's start with mouse. Uh, which one of these cards doesn't interest you at all, um, or do you just want to trash for whatever reason? Um, I'm just going to go with the easy option, I think, with Samba. Um, mm. To be honest, I don't see much much different, really, than him and Lafont. Lafont's a great keeper from that league. Yeah. French, is, I, I, you know, I don't, don't see why we need him. It's simple as that. Yeah. You know, that, that Lafont will do a job as is now, still, and he's, you know, there's... Casillas has been the best keeper I've used all year by by a considerable distance, and you know, and he's he's not far off that price. Um, I've just yeah. found Casillas, yeah, his shot stopping and coming out for crosses is is just exemplary. He's probably the best way of putting it. So yeah, just don't see the point in him. Keepers a chem thing, you know. He does link to Fafana as well, so you, you know. <laughs> <That's good>. So <laughs> this is look- me. We don't we don't talk to me about chem. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a big Kim guy, Mouse? I've, I haven't run past 25 all year, I don't think. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. No, it's, it's, the, way, it's the way forward. If you can play without it, it's the way forward. Trust me. No, I, I wish I could be like that. I wish I could be like that. But, I mean, you do make a great point. I think that LaFont card is a great comparison. He's, I think he's got five or six inches on him. Um, and then also uh, it's five-star, five-star, so passing the ball out of the back, you don't have to worry about what foot it's on either. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I agree with you there, and I think this other keeper is 6'1", compared to LaFont 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, I think. So um, Let's go with the Doc. Which one of these cards are you trashing for whatever reason? Fucking Ben Yedda. I fucking hate him. Mm. <laughs> I fucking hate him. I, I, I'm st- I've said it before on this podcast. I still have burnt into my mind that fucking tweet he did before the launch of FIFA. Where he was like, <laughs> can't wait until you're all smashing your controllers because of me. It's like, it's not because of you. It's not because of you. It's because of the fucking game. Because you aren't that good in real fucking life, mate. Because if you were as good as your fucking cards mm. were, mm, fuck that good. guy. Fuck. Oh, don't start. That card is a bane, a bane on the life of any FIFA player. He, he has historically just been a destroyer of worlds and it just didn't equate. It's like you can't, you're not even like the fifth best goal scorer in France. Do you know how fucking poor you have to be? Like, like there's guys playing for like 
oh God, I can't remember the name of the club, RC something, who've got more goals than him. And he's playing for Monaco. Like, no, fucking trash Ben Yedder, put him in a, I'm going to bury him in the desert in a hole with his head exposed. And we're going to get some fire ants and shit. You know, JP, you you put, you know, I was about to push back on your whole Ben Yedder is bad thing. And I was going to, I looked up his goal stats. He scored 23 this year, which is good. But you know what? You pulled it back when you shit on the French League, because I agree with you, because I think Portuguese League is better than the French League, and I will continue to push that propaganda. So, you know what? Ben Yedder is shit. I agree with you. The French League <laughs> is incredibly competitive. If you take PSG out and you look at the rest of the teams, it's incredibly competitive, and it just mm. shows you how one team being like so financially supported against everybody else. If you look at the, like, the average goals scored, the average goals conceded, like it's really close. And PSG's just turned that league into a joke. If PSG weren't there, it'd be a better league. And you'd probably have more respect for it than you do now. It's just with PSG there, you just sort of like, ah, it's just a fucking clown league, isn't it? Yeah, well, even PSG, they can't really get too far in Europe, huh? Porto and Benfica consistently get further, so. You can't get, you don't get better playing against the mid-table and lower-end teams in France. And they don't have the heritage of Barcelona. I mean, even Barcelona suffer in Europe if you take out the Pep years. But they don't have the heritage of a Madrid or a Liverpool who can just go into that tournament and, and play well. And, you know, because they don't have that heritage, they're lacking. They're not, they're not playing enough good teams to know where their holes in their game are. Like, every week they're just overrunning teams. So, ruins the league, ruins them. And I'm really glad that the Qatari Investment Fund loses millions every day because of it. <laughs> All right. Well, Kevin, um, who are you going to trash from this Farmers League? Yeah, from the Farmers League. Yeah, from the Farmers League team of the season. Um, so I, there are tons of candidates here, man. Tons. Of, I like your pick, Mouse, of Samba, because I agree. Gold Lafont is astronomically clear of Samba. But I'm going to go for Todibo, who I did pack today. Um, and yeah, of course, we had to have, find a way to say LaFont since he didn't make the team, right? But Todibo, <laughs> you know, I packed him today. I was kind of excited when I got him. I was like, you know what, man? Todibo had a really good, I think it was a Future Stars card two years ago. And it was really good. So hopefully you guys got a chance to try that one out. And I saw this one again. And I said, man, we're going to bring him back. We're going to put him in our team this weekend. There's that objective. We can play the full French team. Then I looked at his stats, and uh, he's, he's kind of mid. He's basically just the shittier version of Medina. So really no point. We sent him into the flash-up uh, SBC already that I got Americ Laporte out of. And Americ Laporte is a gold card. It's probably just as good anyways, right? So no, I'm kidding. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, seriously, man, this guy literally just looks like a worse Medina. So I'm going to trash him and then go get Medina uh, tradable because he's not too expensive anyways. That's fair. Uh, what about you, Ryan? Who are you trashing from this promo team? Uh, I'd love to pack him, but I'd just fuck Mbappe off, to be honest. Yeah, it's a good one. He's he's had ten. He's got ten cards this year. Ten different cards of different natures. We, it's mm. another ninety-seven Mbappe that we just don't need. He's thirteen million coins. You know what's the fucking point? No one's going to pack him. Bin him off. Stick in. You know Florian Balogun, who scored twenty odd goals this season, instead, and let more pe- and let more people pack a decent card that's going to change their team, or at least give them somebody else to try out. Because the only thing that's going to happen is we're going to get Lone Mbappe put into foot champs. He's you know going to have seven games on it, and it's we're just going to all 
come up with against the same ratty people that have done the same with R9. So fuck him off, and we'll have Balogun instead. There we go. Uh, I like the Balogun propaganda, and uh, along with that, I will say he deserves to be in there over Ben Yedder, um, and uh, is, of course, now a part of uh, one of the 2026 World Cup finalist teams in the United States men's national team. So um, what a great addition. Um, but yeah, um, the card I think I'm going to trash is uh, probably Renato Sanchez, just because we've had so many good center mids already, and I've got a lot of them in my club, and I don't want to face them. So that is the reason why I want to trash him, because um, like JP and you guys are saying, um, you know, why? Why did he get this card? What moment did he have? Um, I think it was Jandy in the Discord yesterday said he's had like two goal contributions all year, so it must have been one of those moments. But um, or maybe it's the moment Ryan's referring to, and they, and they somebody at EA saw that YouTube clip or something, and they had a chuckle and wanted him in the team. So I have to look that up. I haven't seen that. That's that's fucking hilarious. So <laughs> um, I'll send it. You know. But yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Yes, please do. Um, but okay, that'll wrap us up for the team. Um, I guess we'll get into some questions here and we have a question from somebody here today, um, on our panel. And that is of course, Mr. Ryan, the average FIFA player. And he asks, is it unethical in quotes to not bother playing rivals so that your friendlies are easier? So of course this is a hot topic amongst the FIFA community, um, is it unethical? Is it dirty? Is it ratty? Um, are you ruining other people's gameplay experience? Um, and let's just start with you, Ryan. Um, what are your personal thoughts on this question that you uh, proposed to us today? I am all about having fun playing FIFA. And if me not playing rivals makes my friendies easier and I have a lot more fun and it takes me, you know, an hour to get my chat, my uh, champs, my friendlies done and, and stuff like that, rather than sweating every single game, then I'm all for it. So I haven't played rivals for the last two months. My friendlies are so easy. I get my 5-0, and then I get my 5-0 and and I'm sound. Thank you very much. Take my tots pack. I'll pack the shit card like Benjamin Andre or whatever it is and take him to the bank and use him as, as SBC fodder. I, I don't mm -hmm. see it as unethical. I see FIFA as a game that you should enjoy playing. I see it as a game that is completely an addiction, to be quite honest. And I see it as a game where FOMO outweighs everything else. And people play rivals to get packs to not be rewarded. So what's the point? Just enjoy a game. Don't bother playing rivals. I might get slated for this, but I really don't care. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure there are several opinions. Um, what's what's yours, Mouse? What what's your um, thoughts on the rivals conundrum here? Um, I I sit with Ryan. Um, so a few months ago, I stopped playing for about three four weeks just because I had I'd had enough. It was it was just driving me mad. Um, so got relegated twice from one down to five, and now in this current season. We played, what, four weeks. I've got eight wins in each one. I've lost one game, conceded seven goals, and got eight wins every week. And it mm. takes it takes an hour a week. And then friendlies, I've lost one friendly. So I can then go and get pack rewards, which should shit inside rivals, regardless of what division you're in, apart from potentially elite now, because you'll get the player pick. Um, 
I, I don't see the point in sweating. This game's not worth sweating for. It's not. You know, back in the day when we had to get to 14,000 points in rivals, can you imagine going back to that now? Trying to play in this <laughs> ecosystem, trying to get that many points a week. You know, it, it's... I can now play this game, but now I can go and play Fortnite alongside it. I can go and play something else alongside it, and I still get similar awards. It's it's an absolute no-brainer to me that, yes, all right, it might be shitty for these people that I go in and slap 4-0 in 10 minutes. Yeah, all right, fair enough. But that's only one of their games. It's, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's I'm not going to lose sleep over it because, I you know, if this game was fun and it was engaging and I wanted to progress, me and Ryan had this conversation last night playing Fortnite that we were trying to rank up. Yeah, I've not done that in FIFA all year. I've not wanted to rank up in this game because once you get to the top level, the skill gap is monstrous. From the lower level to the topper level, it's monstrous. Like, if you haven't played in Div 5 now, you have no no idea how much fun it is to play there. It's Yeah, it is a bit shitty on people, but I'm I'm here to have fun. It's, It's a game at the end of the day. It's, you know, I'm here to have fun. So, yeah, I echo Ryan 100%. Not not as shitty as me. I'm in Div 7. Yeah, <laughs> fucking brilliant. And so is Shane. Shane as well. Just to just to throw it out there. Oh, nice. So now I know when you guys are flexing your ten and nos on Twitter's, it doesn't mean shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> but we we get the same rewards as you do. So there you go. Uh, yeah, that's that's debatable. I did pack yeah. Saka um, from my Premier League one. Um, what yeah. about you, JP? Um, what are your thoughts on this? I'm ready for this one. You are horrible, disgusting people who live in a bubble. You are ivory tower FIFA players who think that them and their shitty toilet that flows down the side of the building has no impact on those below. You are you are ruining it for those people that are in those divisions sweating for their life. And the concept that it's just one game for them isn't true. And I know this because I'm in Division 2. <laughs> and, I, and like every other game that I play is against somebody who got relegated from elite <laughs> and it's just like fucking hell these guys are so good <laughs> they're so good like I've never quit so many games at 25 minutes 3-0 down like yeah and I kicked off you know <laughs> um, but nah I think you're scum and uh, I, I wish nothing but death and disease upon you um, nah I get it I get it. I see both sides, to be honest. I enjoy playing at a level in Rivals and in the Friendlies that I feel makes me better for Weekend League um, or that gives me the best opportunity to test out tactics or like player work rates and positions and things. Like If I'm playing against good people, then I know that these tactics are where the holes are going to be real fast. So for me, it's, it, it is a good thing. And I enjoy playing... 16, 17 games of rivals to get me eight wins because um, it gives me something to do on FIFA. Um, So I enjoy that. Um, In terms of the friendly skill-based matchmaking, I get why people do it. I just think that the idea that you're you're not a toxic part of the community is fake because you are, in a sense, doing something that is counterintuitive to how you should play the game, which is to advance and become better and come up against better people by sandbagging. And that is, you can say it's EA's fault, but it's your choice. So if you were playing to your best levels, maybe you would have to spend more time on FIFA. But if you're not enjoying FIFA, then I understand why you do want to go through 
the lower levels and pick up your easy rewards. But the people that are trying to get to the best levels they can get to, those people really struggle against being maybe three, four divisions below the skill level of, say, somebody in Division 5 or six levels below the skill level of somebody in Division 7. So that's my opinion on it. I get it. I, I understand why people do it, but I do feel it's a toxic element. But in the list of toxic elements in FIFA, it's not even in the top fucking 50. Um, but, it, yeah, that's how I feel about it. Can, can we flip that as well? Can we flip it and say, <laughs> if these people that are in Div 7, that are supposed to be in Div 7, are playing against Mouse and I, who are obviously better than them, and they want to rank up by playing against us and by playing against a better player, <laughs> then surely we flip it on their head <laughs> and they would improve by playing against better players. But the skill gap is too large, you see. Because you, yeah. so imagine you're on your checkpoint game, uh, the game before the checkpoint, you're on your promotion game. Um, you're not going to see it as be feeling better. You're going to think, fuck, if Division 5 is this bad, what's Division 4 like? And you're probably going to have a negative impact on that person's FIFA experience. Um, but that's just life. Like, you know, there's always people who are going to win and people who are going to lose. So I, I get it. I get it. But it, it does have an impact. I think, oh, sorry, I'll just jump mm. in again. I think, I think from my perspective that... Um, I don't I don't have that much time to play the game. So by by being in a lower division and being able to get the same rewards in friendlies, I guess, as as other people, it just makes my experience a little bit better because I can still get the same rewards by playing less FIFA. Um, I'm also playing Jedi Survivor at the moment and absolutely Oof. bloody loving it. I'm literally loving every minute of it. So I want to play that as well. So it's it's an issue for me because FIFA is 100% an addiction, like 100%. Every, everybody here is addicted to FIFA. And, I, and again, you might disagree, but I play a lot of FIFA sometimes because of FOMO. Like I was t talking to Mouse yesterday with regard to champs. I wasn't going to play Bundesliga champs or La Liga. Yeah, Bundesliga champs. I wasn't going to play it. And then I forgot that it was up until Tuesday. And I was like, oh, well, I'm fear of missing out. I have to play it. I have to make some time to play and get and get some wins in. So I think from my perspective, yeah, I'm having a laugh and saying, yeah, I am fucking toxic. I know I'm toxic. And I will I will stand on that mountain for as long as possible. I will hit gritties if I need to. I will play pass it. I'll do the kickoff glitch. I'll pass it around the back because it's it's enjoyable for me. And it's my, and, and it's from a selfish perspective it's easier for me to play it my way than it is to try and, and advance in that sense. But early on in, in the game, obviously I want to get the best rewards possible and uh, and rank up as quickly as I can. Sorry, I'll stop talking now. No, no, I was just I was just going to say that the, 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 the real, the thing is, is that I, I'm sort of stood here talking about how like we should be the moral regulators of our own game, when in reality EA should have done a lot more to make sure that people couldn't achieve the heights that they achieved through false means the yeah. checkpoint system ruined things people were able to go from 10 to 4 so fast and i think that it's ended up with people being in shitty situations because it's easier to get promoted and there's no re no relegation in in a season so if you should take your skill level beyond where you're at you're fucked 
Like, and if yeah. you do it too soon in the season, you're going nowhere. You're not going to win anything in the cup. So really, EA should have been done a lot more to make it so that the rewards were better, so that people like you and Mouse would feel like they're getting actual rewards for their investment in time. And it's really, a, I can see your argument. It's a, it's a reward versus time argument. If the rewards were better, the time that was put, would be put in would be more. So yeah. I get that completely. People would want to play the game more, wouldn't they? That's the thing. They'd want yeah. to put their time in yeah. and get said rewards. Yeah. And actually, yeah. uh, Brian, I would say one thing that you mentioned, you're like a king of segues because I talked to you about this actually earlier. So we did get a qu- another question later that we I don't know if we'll have time for, but they're asking what we play the game for, for out of FOMO or just for fun. So, um, you know, definitely, uh, definitely something there. But I think, I personally think that JP, you are toxic. You are toxic. The goal of the game is not to get better. The goal of the game is to have fun. It's a video game. Have fun. Fuck getting better, man. Go play. Go have fun, dude. Go have fun. Go play the game. Do whatever way it takes to have fun. If that is getting better, then go ahead. That's that's what you want to do, right? You want to get better? Then have fun doing that. But for people like Ryan and people like Mouse, they just want to play the fucking game and be done with it. And that's how they have fun. Whatever it takes to have fun in the game is what you got to do, man. And to be honest, man, I see all these little rats playing the game. They play super defensive. They don't give a fuck about playing football. I see their takes on real life football. They say how Simeone <laughs> is playing. Uh, they call him. They called uh, Tuchel to Caliban. They called Simeone all kinds of horrible names for the way that he plays football. But then guess what? Not, Eighteen out of twenty games that I play in champs every weekend are people playing this style of football. So I think these are the real toxic rats. And yes, I'm a rat too. And yes, I do the gritty all the time. And yes, I'm toxic. So I can speak from experience because I know, man, that the, really, at the end of the day, the the people that are doing this game right is are the people that are just going on and trying to have a good time. And I see a lot of people that say that don't seem to give a shit about their results. They don't seem to give a shit about their rewards. All they want to do is have a good time. And I think that's really all that matters is whatever it takes to have fun on this game is what you should do. So now that brings me to the whole point of whether or not you should be playing rivals. Well... Why do you play rivals? Why do people play rivals? To be honest, I have no. <laughs> you people. Why do people play rivals? I don't know. Seriously, what is the reason behind playing rivals? Why? Why are people drawn to this mode ahead of every other mode? And there's a reason. EA doesn't really give us like a clear path on. Hey, it makes sense to grind the game by doing X, Y, and Z. If you're new to this game, where are you gonna go? Rivals is the only game mode open 24/7 that and that is online. So they go straight to it. And because of that, these people that maybe play casually, they'll grind the fuck out of the game. All of a sudden, they're in Division 4, and they go, oh, shit, look at me, I'm in Division 4, but guess what? You're up against me, who's in Division 6, and I'm going to kick your fucking ass at the game because I'm a rat, and I'm a nerd, and I've been playing the fuck out of this game for years, and it's it's honestly not fair. So I would also blame EA, but also I would, I, I would try to, if I was talking to these people, and I probably don't, they probably aren't involved in the FIFA Twitter scene or anything like that because they're not a bunch of rats like us, right? But I would tell them, dude, stop playing fucking rivals. Go play friendlies instead. You're going to get the same reward. You're going to get 10 times better rewards in the same amount of games from playing friendlies. And if that's what you care about. But if you truly care about having fun and your way of having fun is to improve like you, JP, then I do agree, though. To be honest, rivals is the best place to do that. You know why? Because it's fucking sweaty. And that's why I don't want to play there. It's hell, man. When I play champs. (laughs) I, I, when I play champs, it's pretty, it's pretty, t- it's pretty bad. It's pretty sweaty and it's pretty tough, right? But I, I don't know. I kind of enjoy it because I know that hey, I have twenty games. Whatever happens after twenty is done. When I go into rivals, I know hey, fuck, I need to hit eight wins. All right, fuck, I won my first game, but shit, I have seven more to go. Oh my god, I lost this one. Well, still seven more to go. 
Fuck, I lost again. Still seven more to go. Well, I won. Hey, here we go. Fuck, five more. Jesus. No, six. Not even. F oh, my God. And then I just think, why am I doing this to myself? So whatever it takes to have fun, I would say, is what you should play. And if that is Rivals, I'm just kidding. It's not toxic to get better at the game. I was just saying stupid shit. <laughs> but uh, Kev, you say that, right? You say that. But my problem is I win three games and go, oh, shit, I need to put my bronze squad in because I've got to lose two games so I don't go up a grade. That's my issues in Rivals. Otherwise, I'm just slapping people. So I'm having fun doing that. So it's, mm -hmm. it's see what fun. I mean? If the reward, like, I, I, I totally agree. If the rewards were good in the upper the upper divisions, I'd go up I'd go up in a heartbeat because, you know, that's why I play Rivals in the first place is to get the packs. But, you know, the packs that I can get in Div 5 are way worth the amount of time I have to put in to put yeah. in under an hour to get those rewards, whereas I'd have to play potentially double and go to 90 minutes every, you know, most of the time. It's not worth it. It's just not worth it. Rewards not worth the grind. Or you yeah. stick an hour in of league SBCs, have shit tons of packs yeah. because of that. And then, and then on menu, I mean, you're not really playing the game, I guess, for the whole FIFA experience then because you're just menu grinding. But again, but also, one more thing about Rivals, fucking draws. What's the point in playing Rivals if you're going to waste 20 minutes of your life to draw a game and get nothing from it? Like, what is the fucking point? It makes no sense. So EA can take that and shove that up their ass and all. Does my head <laughs> Oh, shit, you're going to hate me. You're going to fucking hate me. Go straight to penalties, because there is no point in fucking draws. It's really stupid. Best case scenario, you say, well, at least I didn't go down, but then, f what the fuck is the fucking point? You go up anyways, you're fucked, the games are worse. Yeah, and then, I, 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 I've done it. Kev, I do it. I Honestly, like, because because I'm in Division 2 and I'm trying to get to Division 1, like, I'll get to a certain checkpoint. If I'm, like, one before the checkpoint, and I'm playing a game and it's really tight, I will draw that bitch instead of losing it. Because I'm, like, I'm, I can't be two away. Like, I'm one away right now, and it's taken me this long to get here. Like, shit. Yeah. I, I'm the I, toxic part of FIFA. Fuck. I think, I think that's part of it. No, but honestly, though, I think that's part of it. Because you're like, I spent so much time just to get here. Yeah. And if I don't get this win, I'm fucked. And I'm up by one with, like, 70 minutes to go. I can not blame anyone for defending for their fucking lives because they... They're done. They already have their seven wins. They're like, shit, I'm finally going to get freedom. I'm going to get to touch grass. I'm going to get to go outside. I have my eight wins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we I think we talked about it uh, a week or two ago. I, I wish we did kind of have this old system of rivals where you at least are still, you know, if you draw the game, it's not the end of the world, right? You still are getting more points than you did for a loss, adding to your weekly total. So... I, I would kind of like to see that rather than eight wins because eight wins, if you're at your appropriate skill level, is is pretty hard to do every week, right? Um, but I see I see both sides to things, and honestly, um, my opinion is just like you bought the game, you you play it however you want. You know, I may feel a certain way about you know somebody doing something, but you know if you want to not advance in rivals, you know you paid the money for the game, you do whatever you want. Um, and you know, me personally, I, uh, was a sandbagging guy, uh, the last two seasons, I think I was like you mouse, I was in division one and, um, for some reason I didn't have enough time. I think that season to push, uh, to elite, I didn't play many rivals games that season. So I went down to div three and then I'm like, all right, let's try this. Let's try this sandbagging thing out. And honestly, uh, the, the rivals is definitely easier. I get what you're saying. Like you play, 
you know, 10 games of rivals and you probably get your eight wins in that. Right. Um, because there are other guys right. doing what you're doing in rivals and you come up against those guys and you'll lose to one guy or draw to somebody every once in a while. Yeah. And those do go really quick. Those do go really quick. Um, but honestly, the friendlies, like I feel like, uh, the friendlies I've played this season when I, I'm, I'm in the elite division now. Um, and honestly, the friendlies have been, I've been having more success in the friendlies than I was in the lower divisions. I don't know what reason that is because they should have been easier in div five and div three, but, um, I don't know whatever that reason is. And, and like JP, I think this season I'm, I actually am enjoying the game. I know a lot of people have their opinions on gameplay. They, they don't like it, whatever. I'm having fun playing right now. And, um, uh, when I was sandbagging, um, I think it did affect my weekend league results and uh, weekend league is kind of personally for me, the pinnacle of my gameplay experience. Um, I love playing weekend league every weekend and I like seeing how I can do and push myself, you know, to the limits in the, in the weekend league. I know it's not the most competitive game mode now, but, um, especially this time of the year, it's the most rewarding. So, um, I could feel my performance, you know, not, not going well in the weekend league. And I feel like it was, you know, I'm just battering people and rivals and, you know, uh, like, like Ryan said, uh, you should be playing um, people that are better than you or on your skill level to make you better. Now, you know, if I'm in Division 7 um, it, and I'm I'm probably like the talent level of a LeBron James compared to my, my personal basketball skill level, am I going to get better playing against LeBron James one-on-one every day? No. Am I going to get better playing against – uh, Dwight Howard, who's going to block my shot every single time. No. Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily get that point, but, um, it is, you do, you should play, um, better people or people on your skill level to get better. And that's, if that's your goal in the game, then, then that's great. And if you just want to log on and play rivals and, uh, have some fun and, and sandbag it, like there's, I don't have any issue with that either. Like enjoy the game, like Kevin, um, said how you want to you know you bought it you enjoy it how you want so can i ask you guys real quick let, let me go around all you guys when was the last time you guys played rivals real quick mouse have you played recently um yeah i played for an hour yesterday morning got eight wins oh okay ryan <laughs> <laughs> i honestly have no idea when the last time it was maybe like when i started my when i played a bit of my rtg just to go up a few divisions or to get some objectives done. But uh, I, I reckon it's been a month, month and a half, two months, maybe. John, I know that you actually, you pulled off some great shit, man, recently in Rivals. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't, haven't played today. I didn't play yesterday, but I played Wednesday to get to the elite division. And um, for my red pick in the elite division, I actually got uh, Joshua Kimmich. So I was very, very happy about that. Um, so again, um, one of the most rewarding times of the year to be in there. Otherwise, um, those, those player picks from the elite division are stinky. And, um, I honestly think the rewards are, are shit, um, all year round, unless it's this time of year. And I think after this, they're going to release the e-figs player picks and all that good stuff. So, um, but yeah, um, I played Wednesday. (laughs) JP, have you played recently? About 45 minutes before the show. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was really happy with that. I won 5-3. Uh, using your 4-3-3. Oh, heavy metal. Yeah, 
Yeah, all the way through. Full <laughs> game. Yeah, yeah. It, it killed Pushcast, but then I just brought in... Who did I play there? Somebody good. I don't know. Somebody good off my bench. Um, and then but I've been using Tammy Abraham uh, at right wing and Sane on the left wing. So I just keep on hitting the ball at the back post and just leathering it in in the last sort of... And I know I've got two goals a game in the last 20 minutes with those two. So it's always nice to be able to pull back from there. But yeah, it was a good game. Oh, I love it. Yeah, well, I am a sandbagging rat. I haven't played in a few in a few months. So I'm in Division 6. So you relegate two divisions each time. So, you know, you, you do the math from Elite, I guess, right? So there you go. So three that, months. That's, yeah, three months, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, my point is you got to play what's fun for you. If you're not having fun right. in it, what is the point? Like, you know? So I mean, and a I mean I mean all jokes aside, I mean, in all seriousness, if that's the mode that you have fun in, go play it. If you're not having fun in there, do not play it. And if you're really like suffering, take a break from the game entirely. I just want to say that based on some things that we've seen on social <laughs> media recently. Seriously, if the game is fucking pissing you off and stressing you out, just step away. It's not worth it because the game is for fun at the end of the day. Even wanting to get better and improve, unless you are like in touching distance of being a pro or something, then do that for your enjoyment and fun because a lot of us when we are into our hobbies we want to get better at them we want to be good enough at least to just you know say that you know we are experts or whatever of our hobby right so i get that so um yeah just do what it takes to have fun 100 percent. i think can we also yeah. add to the step away point is if you are going to step away from the game one day is not stepping away from the game mm-hmm. make sure you have an actual break <laughs> from the game because it, that one day is not going to make you feel any better. So Mouse, what you had what a, a month, a good three yeah. weeks off, and he yeah. came back and absolutely loved the game again. So just when you say take a break, have a Kit Kat and actually take a break. Yeah, I agree. Lots of people out there could use that advice. So very, very well said, Ryan. Um, but we did have one more question. And that comes from the lovely Steph. And that is, why will Kevin not put a ring on my finger? So, um, <laughs> Kevin, would you, like, would you like to take this question? Yeah, Kev, why won't you put a ring on it? I mean, you, you love her. It's a great question. You really should do it. I don't understand. Can you give me a reason not to do it? You know, I'm going to be honest. And no, she- just, just give me a reason not to do it. You're just trying to make me stutter no. and stumble my, over my words. No, 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 no. I'm stuttering. I, tell, give me a reason not to do it because there's there loads you. of reasons to do it, but you, you don't have a reason not to do it. So you give me a reason not to do it so Steph can know why you've not done it. You know, there is absolutely zero reason not to do it other than picking out, you know, the location. We were basically last night arguing over Taco Bell in Las Vegas or McDonald's in Paris. Taco Bell in Vegas does weddings, so... Um, she is the love mm. of my life and my best friend. So, and the best friend I've ever had in my life. So, yeah, that that's it. We're just gonna go with that. There is no reason please, not to. Please change that location. <laughs> yeah, please. Thank God. Please. please. <laughs> You're all invited. You don't want to hang out in Vegas and get some taco <laughs> man. You... After after the wedding, I would love that. But please do not get married in Taco Bell. That's some trailer park boy <laughs> shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> you guys haven't seen this on TikTok then, man. They got a real Taco Bell wedding. You guys are tripping. Oh. Well, I'm down for that, Kevin. What the fuck? And I would say, <laughs> I would say just like the Rivals conundrum, do things at your own pace and do things 
however <laughs> you want to do them. Don't listen to anybody else. Um, Fuck that. Do it. that. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Pussy. With that, um, that that's going to wrap us up, guys. Uh, we're running out of time here. Let's go around the horn. Where can everybody find uh, our wonderful guests at? Let's start with you, Mouse. Where can the people find you on socials? You got a lot of cool content out there that I, a lot of people listening will be very interested in, so they should check you out. Where can the people find you, bro? Um, yeah, on Twitter and TikTok, which at AnnoyingMouse84 for both of them. Nice. Yes, and you should check Mouse out and Ryan, the average FIFA player out. They do some great collabs together. They put out some great content on Twitter. Ryan, where can the people find you at? Uh, on Twitter is at FIFA underscore player 26 on TikTok is at average FIFA player 26 because I couldn't get the same fucking account. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's tough. But um, yes, follow, follow our guests. Thank you boys for coming on. You guys killed it. Uh, of course, you're welcome back anytime. And uh, thank you for joining us today. So JP, where can the people find you at brother? Well, before, before I tell people where to find me, um, I would really urge everyone every friend of the show out there if you can go and rate the show uh five stars one star doesn't really matter just interactions great if you want to leave uh a review or if you want to leave you know recommendations for mic volume or anything like that feel free or if you just want to have a go at the hosts any interactions fine on that but please steal your friends phones steal the phones of your pupils confiscate them go on their phones rate the podcast five stars um, <laughs> and uh yeah um i can be found at dr foot phd uh on um twitter and uh in the uh mbaft discord as well love it love it yeah, you guys can find me over at KevinK93LFC. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Twitch. I'm actually on TikTok, too, but I don't really post too much. I, I see Ryan's post. Ryan kills it, man. Ryan's awesome. So definitely go follow Ryan. And I want to thank you and Mouse. A Mouse, incredible graphics that you do on Twitter. Seriously, insanely talented guy. Both of these two. You guys should definitely follow them. And we're grateful to have you, of course. Um, and yeah, I just want to um, I just want to add to JP's point of you guys can always reach out to us. We love to interact with you. Um, positive or negative, I will probably interact back with you either way. Positive, I will be nice to you. Negative, I'll probably call you a nerd. So there you go, John. <laughs> yeah, you can find uh, myself at John Bridges 34 Twitter, Twitch, Discord. You can find our Discord on our Twitter page. Um, the link is there in our bio, and you can find us on Twitter at Your Foot Podcast. So thank you to Ryan and Mouse today. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, JP. You guys are awesome and amazing, and you guys all killed it. So, But just remember, guys, when this silly game gets you down and frustrated, um, just remember, guys, it ain't nothing but a foot thing, baby. Take care.